definitely human. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you chiching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, welcome to Back to Earth, a podcast about roots. I'm Charlie May. This is episode 50. It's summer. It's still summer. And this week, I went to Venn Valley Vineyard to talk to Alina and see her amazing vineyard, which is six and a half acres that's been going for six years. Um, one thing I was told is that you need to get to know all the local wine growers. And so I was really excited to meet with Alina and she was so, so welcoming. We also do some wine tasting and Alina has lots of words of wisdom about how to grow wine. So here it is, my trip to Venn Valley Vineyard. Bloop, bloop, bloop. So what great varieties have you got planted here then? Um, I've got five plus um, a little area of a trial grape. Starting from this end, Madeleine Angevine, mm-hmm. then Ortega. Okay, I haven't heard of that one. It's a, a white grape, very good for still wine mm. um, and it's quite aromatic. Okay. And then we've got Pinot Noir Precoce, the Frubergunder, mm-hmm. Saval. Save our yes. Blanc. Yes. And then another Pinot Noir. And then there's my little trial area, which I planted 200 Seagreeb. Okay, right. But they really, they're not looking... They're not you happy. Know, no. Oh. no. It is a case of trial and error. Some things work, some things don't. Mm-hmm. Um, the Madeleine here isn't very happy. I've had uh, big problems with downy mildew. Oh, have you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I cannot stress how important it is to keep up a spray program okay yeah do you know anything about the spraying side of things not really we tried to go for german grapes so they wouldn't need that much spraying yeah. compared to french but i think with, with the varieties that you've got you're a lot safer i think the solaris are happier than the sauvignac i think they might need spraying from what we saw last year they were a little bit yeah but then it's difficult to know when they're small and in their guards i would think they're a bit sweaty anyway in there so. they are and um what i would recommend as soon as you've got a woody trunk mm-hmm. you would take those guards off 
Okay. And what I've done is I've cut them into... Have you got the I same I noticed guards? that. Yeah, no, ours are grey, but probably made of the same stuff. Yours yeah. are a little bit smaller, actually. I've actually cut them mm. so that um, when we're strimming and mowing, we don't touch the trunk. Okay. I mowed over one of my vines. <laughs> By accident, I wasn't paying attention. I'm still doing it. So it's so you easily just, done. You lose concentration yes. for a moment. Yes. That's it. That's another vine. When you're gone. on your last few rows, you know, you've done yes. six acres and you're on your last row and you just take your mind off and what's the netting for is that birds or is it, it is it's wind? largely for pheasants i've learned from experience that pheasants aren't as dumb as they seem no they will jump on the top of the netting and rip it down oh no they can jump up underneath so make sure it's you know secured yeah. They look fantastic. They do. So this is year six? Yes. Oh. And this is Saval. Okay. We picked uh, three and a half tonnes of Saval last year. Um, and this year, wow. I think we're going to have even more. Yeah. Wow. But it's the first year that we've actually got grapes on every single variety. Um, although they're not, they're not as far advanced as everyone would like them to be. Um, I still think that it's going to be about harvest at mid to late October for mm. uh, for Saval. Um, but I, I keep trying different things because um, we've got the Sustainable Wines of Great Britain accreditation. Okay. There's a lot of information about how to do things more sustainably, trying different methods with, you know, the top growth. Because before, you would just go along and chop the, the whole lot off. Would you? Oh, okay. Um, basically, to... Um, in the autumn, mm. when you want as much sunlight on the vines as possible, if you have a lot of growth up the top, it will shade the next row. Ah, oh, yeah. So it's a bit of a balancing act. Mm. Um, I will be chopping some of these off, mm. but, mm. you know, I'm also trying just to bend them down and keep the growth, yes. growth shoot mm. going because you need a lot of leaves on the plant to mature those grapes. Right. Okay. Again, I learned. The, the hard way because I took too many leaves off one year. Okay. Oh, really? And the grapes didn't ripen as much as they could really? have. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's good to you know. You know, for yeah. uh, carbohydrate storage. So you out here working on these every day? Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. This is my happy place. Yes. <laughs> you know, who, who wants... Puss? Oh, this is Pino. Pino. Oh, Pino. Oh, sweetheart. Pino. She'll sort of follow me around Pino. and then just sit and guard. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, I think this is the other lot. So we came to Venn Valley Vineyard to do some wine tasting. And whilst we did record the wine tasting, unfortunately the audio isn't that great. So instead, I'm going to teach you guys how to drink wine. Grab a wine if you have one at your disposal. Otherwise, let the master glass begin. <laughs> okay. So when you're holding the wine glass, make sure you hold it by the stem because you do not want to be heating up a nice cold glass of rosé with your hand. Swill the wine around. Now something Alina taught me is if you want to sound like you know what you're talking about, which I do, is that if you see the wine running down the edge of the glass, meaning it's got good viscosity or something, you say it's got good legs. And I can see it running down the side of the glass now. So this rosé has good legs. Stick your nose in the glass and give it a good smell. Now you've unleashed the aroma. I'm kind of getting notes of peach and elderflower. 
So we've tasted with our eyes and with our nose. Now it is time to taste with your mouth. So we're going to take a sip and make sure to coat the whole of your tongue and all your taste buds with the wine. A really good way of unleashing the flavor and something sommeliers do is you've got to... <laughs> so you sort of suck air through your teeth whilst you're holding the liquid in your mouth. And that aerates the wine. And basically, you know, when you decant a wine and you want to get some air into it to sort of release all the flavor, basically what you're doing is that in your mouth. So you're getting all the flavors and all the taste. And you guys will see you unleash so much flavor and texture in your mouth when you do this. So there we go. That's what you need to know to be a pro. Charlie out. <laughs> It's amazing how when you go out from here and you just buy a bottle of wine yeah. and you just drink it, yeah. you don't appreciate the flavour. Mm. Doing it this way, I'm quite amazed. <laughs> she knocks them back, you know. Now, if you look up at the um, the Madeleine, mm. you'll see that it's got some yellow leaves on yes. it. Yes. So if your vines sort of start yellowing, you know that it's got something. Okay. In dry weather, there's a chance of having powdery mildew. Yes, okay. In wet weather, there's a chance of having downy mildew. Okay. We'll just deal with the powdery. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and basically, what you're looking for, if you look at the underside of the leaf... If it's got like a grey powdery appearance to it, right. that is powdery mildew. Okay. The remedy for that is spraying with sulphur. Okay. Uh, but hopefully And that's a natural spray then as well. Um or? you can get um headland sulphur, which is a nutritional product. Okay. I would spray the whole variety that has signs, not just the vines that are showing signs of it. Right, okay. Bye. <laughs> Just waving our drinking companions goodbye. Beep, beep. That was amazing, wasn't it? Oh, I learned so much, but it's scary how much we've got to do, <laughs> how much we've got to learn. Hey, why am I saying we? <laughs> yeah, me. I know I've managed to rope you in. <laughs> Oh, right. Let's head back to the farm. Yeah, no, I found it so fascinating. And I think it's so great to meet Alina um, and actually, yeah, make a friend and somebody that I can just question. What's this? How do I do this? You know, year six, we're only year two. So, yeah, really good contact. And, yeah, there's such lovely people. Yes. I can't wait till our vines look like this. Yeah. Very inspiring. I can't believe she does it all on her own. Sorry, I'm podcasting and not belting. Ooh, naughty girl. <laughs> I know. Well, now you'll be putting up more of a protest saying, no, I'm not going to do it. If she can do six acres all by herself, then I don't need to rope you in for four acres, oh, do no, I? No, I hadn't thought of it like that. <laughs> I tell you, the one thing I don't like the sound of is the wasps. Yes. And how much they're going to damage the crop. But I think for the birds we are going to need to get the netting anyway but yeah yes. i don't like the sound of wasp nests growing in underneath the vines and the pigeons yes and, and the yeah the pheasants yeah everything wants to eat the they grapes rabbit damage but that's because they 
they don't have um, the tubes very high, do they? No. So the rabbits can stand on their hind legs and eat them off. Yes, I think that's... the When I did forget to tube one of our vines, it got munched by rabbits and it didn't grow. So yeah, definitely tubing them is good. Oh, right, home, James, and don't spare the horses. That's me. It is Mum's birthday week. It was her birthday yesterday, so we were just enjoying and polishing off a bottle of fizz on the terrace. Too right. 21 again. Yeah, <laughs> 21 every year. Yep. So we went to visit the vineyard, learnt a lot, realised a few mistakes maybe that we undertook in the picking of our grapes last year. Mum's freezer is chock-a-block full of about eight boxes of grapes. No room for any raspberries that I'm about to start picking. So she's been bugging me, like, please, can we get rid of these grapes? I don't have any space in my freezer. Please, 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 can you figure out what you're doing with the grapes? They said what you're supposed to do is pick the grapes and squash them within a few hours so that you keep the terroir, which is terroir means the flavour of the land, the flavour of the vines, the flavour of the time that it was picked. You're tasting the aroma of the location, something, something, something. It probably relates to terrain and that sort of thing, do you think? Probably. It doesn't sound quite as nice in English. (laughs) Terrain. Yeah. And so, inspired by one mum bugging me to empty the freezer and two, our visit to Venn Valley Vineyard, I bought a grape squasher juicer. A grape juicer? It's a bit of a vintage, I mean, it's not, it's brand new. But when I arrived at Venn Valley and I said, oh, I've just bought one of those. She said, what, a vintage cider maker? I thought, yeah, okay. (laughs) She had this really modern stainless steel grape squasher, whereas I've just bought something, you know, a bit cheap online. It's not cheap, but maybe cheap compared to what she's got, state of the art. And so it's basically a wooden uh, sort of circular crate with a big crank on the top and a muslin mesh cloth inside. And so you squash the grapes down and you get the juice. Alina did give us some useful advice, which was you must squash the grapes before you try and squash the grapes. (laughs) Basically, the squasher is not man enough to get all the juice. And when they first squashed their grapes themselves, a lot of the grapes weren't properly squashed. So she said, if you've got a mincer or something, she would recommend mincing the grapes before we put them in the juicer to make sure we definitely get all the juice that's in those tasty little babies. Right. I gotcha. Let's get the grapes out of the freezer first because we need to defrost them before we can think about squashing them because we're definitely not going to get any juice. Um, Right, you hold the microphone. I'll start rooting. Solaris. Solaris. Oh, Sauvignac, Sauvignac. I found Sauvignac. So I think mum's being slightly exaggerative. I found six ice cream tubs, but that's still quite a lot. Her freezer is looking a little bit better now. She's just gone off to answer the phone. So now I need to figure out how. I need to open this squasher. Well, actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. What I really need to do is defrost these grapes. So I'm just going to put them in colanders and put them over bowls so that any water will be lost. This is my biggest worry, is that actually the grape juice isn't going to taste that great because as soon as you freeze fruit, there's a lot of water, obviously, that gets frozen up within the fruit. And then when it defrosts, the water 
melts away, as does some of the juice from the grapes. So I just don't know what this is going to taste like at all. But it feels ludicrous to have 4,000 vines and just let the grapes wilt away to nothing. So this is the plan and I'm sticking to it. It is the next day, 24 hours hath passed. And not only that, but I didn't realize that the grape juicer required assembly. So a few expletives later and I have finished making it. It's called a cider apple press, but it can also press other things. And I have all the grapes here defrosted. We took them all out yesterday. We've got two different grape varieties and we've only got one box of Sauvignac. We did have two, but I took them out a bit prematurely and they've gone moldy. So the ones we took out yesterday are looking good. Um, okay, let's pour it in the magic mix. I don't think it matters if there's leaves in there or anything. <laughs> they don't smell very good, they smell. <laughs> it smells sort of um, earthy. I don't know, not, not tasty juicy. Good grief, it's all sludge. Oh wait, we've got to find, where are we catching the juice? Oh my God, I would have thrown it in there. This is very like prohibition where they used to make booze in their bathtub, isn't it? squashed enough because some of these around the edge don't look squashed at all you see that one's still whole oh ah <laughs> it's gone all down my front oh my goodness oh that juice doesn't look very nice does it sound of juice every last grape okay oh wait now I need to press the fruit down So now I'm squeezing the juice down, getting every last bit. This seems pretty easy. I don't like the look of what's coming out. It looks sort of a yellowy gravy. green. Yeah. Very thin chicken gravy. That's what it looks Chicken gravy. Yeah, but oh, look at all the juice running out, though. This juicer is working a treat. Last year, as soon as we harvested them, we should have pressed the juice and then frozen the juice. But instead, we froze the grapes, now we're defrosting the grapes, now we're making the juice, and then we're refrosting the juice. Uh, you look at the, now it's slowed up. Look at the sediment. I reckon by the time it's mm. separated out, it'll be all right. Okay. Oh, it tastes quite sweet. Mm. Look at that. Okay, so now just five more boxes to do. <laughs> so we finished getting all of the juice out of the grapes. We're going to refreeze it, ready for making our probable one bottle of wine. I thought they would only make one glass, but they're only going to make a bottle, I think. We've got one punnet left. I think we need to squash these with our feet. <laughs> <laughs> I've brought them outside. I'm taking my socks off. Okay, come on then. Can I hold the recorder in case you want? Yeah, you see, Jackdaw's up there laughing at you. <laughs> yeah, hold them, okay. Put them closer to the chair so you can hang on to the handle. When you, when you um, put your feet in first, it'll feel really strange. Make sure you've got no grit on your foot. <laughs> That'll do. Ooh, oh my God, I feel so 
Are they cold? Oh, they are really cold. Oh my god. Hold the microphone closer so you get some nice squelching sounds. <laughs> See, now we've done it all. My days. <laughs> With each squash grape, I'm one step closer to becoming a wine... novice? In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram at Back to Earth Podcast, on Twitter at Back to Earth Pod, and on TikTok at Back to Earth Charlie. Music is by John Day, artwork is by Eric Chow, and this episode was edited by my amazing husband, David Knight. Thank you guys, as always, and of course, thank you for listening. If you want to support Back to Earth, you can rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash definitely human. Back to Earth is a definitely human production. Okay. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.